Morning, glory, and hallelujah, everybody. It is the morning after with Nick and Big J. Welcome to Thursday, second day of September 2021. My name is Nick. Hey, look, everybody, there's Big J. Yep. Uh, did you flip me off just then? <laughs> I did. Okay, I just wanted to make sure because I only it's thought my, it in my, it's my good morning. Good morning. I just wanted to make sure that we're all on the same page, which is a wonderful way to start the day. Thank you very much, Big J. Listen, despite that, I hope you're having a good day and a good week, my friend. Yeah, uh, listen, last night uh, made some smash burgers, right? Yeah, you, uh, oh, you ended up making the smash burgers? Yeah. Okay. And uh, made them uh, on the cast iron in, in the house on the, on, the, on the stove. The brand new stove. And um, the fire alarm went off because <laughs> it got a little smoky. Things had a little too hot. And uh-huh. I just never can get the right balance, man. You've Between, been struggling with smash burgers. It has, uh, yeah. I mean, I, I wasn't getting the grill hot enough for it to work, uh, and so now I got it too hot, and the fire alarm went off for a good 15 minutes. Jesus. So much so that it drained the battery on a couple of the the damn fire alarms. Oh my god, you let it go on that so, long? It's not like you have there's a button you can switch to off. Well, yeah, but you can yank the battery if you think it's going to be a long stand. On all of them? Well, I don't know how many were going off. All of them. The they entire all house? go off at the same time. Oh my god. That's how they're supposed to work uh well i mean i guess in my in my case whenever i've had a i don't know fire alarm yeah it's always been in the kitchen and that's it yeah well you may want to check your uh fire alarm systems there in your household either way uh we had to replace those but the burgers were worth it oh they were good oh god they were great knocked it out of the park uh remind me again smash burgers are just burgers that you smash right to make them a little bit crispy on the outside yeah on the corners yeah and it's just it's a temperature thing more than anything else well yeah you gotta it's gotta be as they say uh sizzling hot is that what they say well i mean yeah all right screaming hot whatever but you think you cracked the code yeah except for the fire alarm well i mean i mean that's what i'm guessing or that's what i'm asking are you going to be able to recreate these burgers without being able to set off the fire alarm no probably not ever no we'll never have them again i was gonna say is it gonna be worth it to uh to go through that again probably not uh, but hopefully uh, that's good. Uh, even if you didn't have smash burgers, hopefully it was a good Wednesday for you as we head into Thursday. We're going to welcome into our friend uh, to the show, Jason Hasek. He's going to talk about a great Boise nonprofit called Boise's Angels. Talk about how you can help them out here in the coming weeks. He needs your help. And you can help out some kids here in the Treasure Valley. Going to give you a chance to win some tickets to Trivium, which is coming up Monday on Labor Day at the Rev Center. That's going to be pretty awesome. And we are going to play music for you. Let's start things off this morning with some Beastie Boys. This is Sabotage on the morning after with Nick and Big J on the X Rocks. On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Now look, important stuff is brought to you by The Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, The Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. It's going to be a very BSU-themed important stuff this time around. Boise State University started the school year with a campus-wide mask mandate, and now just one week later, students and staff have received a warning as COVID-19 cases are surging on the campus of BSU. Email sent out late yesterday afternoon to students and staff and other administrators warned that they may have to shut down in-person learning soon and cancel events on campus if they can't get this thing under control. This week, 56 new cases on Boise State's campus and 75 since the school year began last Monday, which is way higher than the same time a year ago. 
That means if the numbers keep going in the wrong direction, next week's Broncos home opener could be put in fan in jeopardy for fans. As of now, it's still set to go ahead as planned, and school officials are hoping for a sellout of fully masked fan. The administration is urging students and staff to get the COVID-19 vaccine, and we'll see if they can keep those doors open, baby. Uh, as of right now, it's not looking good, but it's not looking good at anywhere, Big J. The state is uh, being pretty much overrun by it in places where they can't afford to be. Well, they had to call in the National Guard. Yeah, it's not good. It's not good, in case you're curious. Speaking of Boise State, tonight is the football opener, Big J. Boise State at UCF. Kickoff is going to be happening right around 5 o'clock our time. Game will be televised on ESPN. Neither of these two teams are currently ranked in the top 25, although both of them have a pretty good history of being successful football programs over the last couple of years. The game is on the road in Orlando, Florida. It is at the Bounce House. They do expect a full sellout crowd of 45,000 people there. The uh, Knights are favored in this game. Big J, I don't ask you now, but I will next hour. I think won't about, have an answer. Think about your final score prediction. You officially have an hour to prepare. I refuse to answer. How come? This used to be your thing. Yeah, I don't know anything about this team right now. We're right. a new coach. Well, new how everything. about this? Do you think the Broncos will win? Unlikely. Okay. I think they can win, but I think it's unlikely. Anybody can win, but I, I tend to agree with you. I think this. I think Central Florida is going to end up winning this football game. Hope we're wrong, but uh, I, my gut says UCF has got the the better. They, they got the speed. I mean, it's crazy. Uh, yeah, I don't even think it's about that as much as it is about experience and uh, and being able and and you know being at home also uh, is is a is a positive thing for football teams if you remember. Uh, what are you going to do this weekend, Big J? Uh, no idea. Any of it involving maybe going to the movie theater? Possibly. Uh, that's a big maybe. So we'll see. Uh, the, but uh, tell you what, Marvel's got some pretty big expectations for Shang-Chi, which is going to open up in theaters this weekend. They're expecting $90-plus million at the box office for the Marvel film. We will see how it ends up doing. Uh, but that's what expectations are for the film going into the weekend. So don't forget that if you are a Marvel Cinematic Universe fan, your next chance to get in and on it is uh, Shang-Chi. By the way, uh, Marvel is recommending that you watch a short film that dropped on Disney Plus uh, involving uh, Ben Kingsley before you check out Shang-Chi. So you may want to keep that in mind, Big J, for your uh, preparing of viewing of the movie apparently it gives you some insight to the very beginning of the movie so uh, i'm not saying it's hmm. required but they're asking you that if you're a completist somebody that likes to see no one understand what's going on in the marvel cinematic universe you might want to check that out joe just in case you're curious it's there big j's nerd alert on 100.3 the x rocks well it looks like everybody's gonna get a little taste of ncaa football early nick uh the top 10 college football programs that have participated in madden nfl's last two face of the franchise career narratives will cross over with madden nfl 22 superstar ko mode beginning tuesday running through september 27th now what that means is uh this is the first game where players can take a college football team into an online match against a friend since the deer departed ncaa football 14 eight years ago superstar ko a part of the game since madden nfl 20 is a cooperative competitive mode supporting teams of up to three players each the matches are designed to be quick and players goal is to win four in a row knocking out all the other players uh players draft stars into their teams and these players 
players have buffs or special attributes to spice up the action. Now, Superstar KO with colleges means that current NFL players will be in uniform for their alma mater. The lineup features Clemson and Miami from the ACC, LSU and Florida from the SEC, USC, and Oregon from the Pac-12, Michigan State from the Big Ten, and the Big 12, uh, Texas, Oklahoma, and Nebraska. Yeah, yeah, they've uh, they've incorporated some college stuff in the last couple of games in some way, and there's already a college challenge on uh, the the uh, mutt team stuff that you can do. Uh, this is just a way to take it online, but it's not like an accurate depiction of what the current rosters are, nor the current playbooks. Like no, but at least you can uh, they can get out there and wear the unis. Yeah, and, yeah, you uh, could have done that already in the last couple of years, but it is a cool way to go online and do that. You haven't been able to do that before. Yeah, that's cool. so uh, that's uh, another feature there for Madden uh, NFL. Uh, 22 and uh, more on EA those retailers they could really mess things up for game companies man an Italian retailer may have accidentally given up the heads the heads up when we can expect a beta for Battlefield 2042 the EA folks have been trolling fans with tweets of American chopper memes promising the beta will be here in September but when well if you believe the latest leak then you can expect to play the beta starting Monday provided you have pre-purchased the game allegedly the beta will go from Monday through September 11th but not everyone believes that leak and the question i ask is who gives a damn i mean just tell everybody already when the beta is going to happen the game's already been revealed gameplay leaks are all over the place uh just an opinion here but games don't need all this extra hype we're all game hungry as it is we will take care of the hype just tell us when the stuff is happening and we'll take we'll do the rest um have you gained interest in this game? Yeah, since they've revealed a little bit more, uh, they, they have something called Portal, and it's going to be really interesting. I don't know how it's going to look, so I don't know if it will, you know, the beta will involve the Portal, but uh, they want to bring in every element of, of every Battlefield game in one, from World War II, World War One. I, I mean, it's going to be weird, huh. you know. Uh, we're talking, you know, like World War One tanks versus, you know, modern M1A Abrams. Kind interesting. of thing. It is going to be interesting, so we'll see how that plays out. But yeah, just tell us already when this stuff is happening. We don't need all this mystery, damn it. Good luck with that. Yeah. Uh, NBA's 2K22 September 10th release is fast approaching. 2K has shared a first look at the game's uh, PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X version. The publisher calls this gameplay a gameplay reveal, but it's mostly a showcase of what developer visual concepts concepts managed to do with new hardware from Sony Microsoft, and uh, it's pretty interesting. The visual concepts folks say it's completely rebuilt the shot. Uh, contest and blocking systems as well as made a significant update to how the game handles defensive rotations and when it comes to moving a player up the court the studio promises tighter controls that will allow you to put uh, together new combos in creative ways but the significant changes look like they're coming into how the game handles shooting NBA 2K22 will feature a new shot meter that will dynamically change depending on the abilities of the player you're controlling and whether their shot is contested or not according to visual concepts uh, they will put a greater emphasis on shot IQ so you'll be more successful if you take the time to find an open teammate and take a smarter shot for players who like to drive to the basket there's a new dunk style creator that will allow you to customize their dunk repertoire ah that's pretty cool yeah. I mean, I, if it, I, that's my that's always been my one complaint with NBA 2K is that the shot thing is it always seems off to me 
and uh, and it, it's uh, it's interesting, and I wonder how much they'll tweak it. But that's a that's a very good tweak, and hopefully, it's a good one. Well, hey, man, at least some people are listening to players' complaints and uh, suggestions on how to make things better. And so, uh, there you go. There's your nerd alert. Morning after with Nick and Big J coming up in a few minutes. Our friend Jason Hasek joins us. Plus, we're going to go to hell. Hang on for that. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. Important stuff brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208 471 4444 or chat with an attorney online 24 hours a day, seven days a week. We call that 24 7, Big J, at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. Apparently, people freak out when other people fidget. Do you have this thing? What do you mean? What? It's called misokinesia, and apparently 33% of Americans have this particular, uh, it's not really a fear as much as it is like a condition where you're not a super big fan of people like, you know, messing around, like fidgeting around with stuff or playing with something like the background. It, it, it People find it incredibly distracting. Are you one of those people? I mean, I suppose. I don't... Interesting. Uh, apparently, uh, it, it's yeah. It's like, called. To what extent? Uh, I don't know. I mean, I guess very. I mean, are we talking extents. about people going like nutsy cuckoo? Or? Well, I'm not sure that's fidgeting as much as that is that's watching somebody freak out. Um, but no, I think fidgeting is like if somebody's like playing with a pen or somebody's writing or you can tell somebody's not paying attention. It drives you kind of crazy. Oh no, not really. Uh, the, the apparently it's a psychological phenomenon that is uh, basically reported feeling by 33 percent of Americans. Uh, and this report is feeling negatively impacted either emotionally or socially by this particular condition. Researchers are hoping to figure out whether what kind of neutrons are firing in our head when this kind of stuff happens. According to the lead study author, these neurons help people understand other people and the intention behind their movements. Usually they're linked to empathy. They find that people that are very empathetic are usually connected to this particular anxiety or fear and those that don't have a lot of empathy aren't bothered by it very much. A reason that people fidget is because, you know, they're anxious or they're nervous, so that when individuals who suffer from this particular condition or see that, they may mirror it or feel anxious or nervous as well, and that, you know, makes them socially awkward and all sorts of stuff. Basically, what it boils down to is the human brain is a weird and unknown place, and the strangest things can sometimes set us off and trigger that anxiety or that, you know, nervousness or whatever it may be. And sometimes it's just seeing other people feeling that feeling, and you go, oh, yeah, I know what that's like. Oh, I don't like it. <laughs> oh, why did you have to show me this? <laughs> so uh, just know if that's you, you're most definitely not alone. There's a lot of people that have that same condition, and it's okay. It just means you're empathetic. That's not a bad thing. Boise State at UCF today, Big J. Kickoff 5 o'clock on ESPN. Will you be watching? Yeah. You think the Broncos are going to lose, but we'll see if they can pull it off on the road to kick off this season here. It will be a sold-out crowd in Orlando, Florida, so they will have their work cut out for them. The Saints game has officially been moved for the Week 1 opener. The September 12th game against the Green Bay Packers will take place in Jacksonville, Florida, instead of at home in the Superdome because, well, City's still recovering from Hurricane Ida. Saints have been practicing at the Dallas Cowboys AT&T Stadium, and they thought that maybe the game would be there, but for some reason it's not. I mean, there's no reason why it's not. The Cowboys aren't playing at home. So I'm not sure if Jerry Jones said, hey, the only team that plays here is the Cowboys. Or yeah. if it's uh, if it's something else. But either way, they're headed to Jacksonville for that particular game. And it could be, I mean, depending on how the Superdome is going, it could be a long road to hoe for the Saints before they have a home game. Because they have, after week one, two games on the road already. So it's going to be three weeks before they're playing a home game as it is. 
So what a crappy way to kick off the season for the Saints, but I'm sure they're just happy that, you know, it's not as damaged as it once was with the last hurricane that came through Louisiana because the Superdome didn't suffer any structural damage, but still, the city is recovering. You know, there's still no power in a lot of parts of New Orleans, so probably not a great time for a football game, I guess is the point. Mm-hmm. Big J, uh, we may never see a Tom Cruise movie in theaters again. A double pushback is coming for his movies, uh, Top Gun Maverick, which was supposed to be released in December of last year, got pushed to November of this year, and now it's been pushed again. We're not going to see Top Gun Maverick until May 2022, Big J. This film has been in the can for almost two years, and we're not going to see it until May, summer of next year. Meanwhile, Mission Impossible 7's release date of May of 22, well, that now uh, obviously is a, in competition with the Maverick movie, so that gets moved to September of next year. These decisions were made due to uh, concerns stemming from the Delta variant. Of course, uh, they want more people in movie theaters, and they're hoping that the more time they give it, the more money these movies will make. And so we will see how that works out. Of course, the same thing could be said for the why Tom Cruise's movies were postponed in the first place, and now here we are postponing them again. So sorry, buddy. No Top Gun this year. You're going to have to wait until summer of next year. God. I'm just, I'm, I mean, at some point, these things have to leak, right? Like, something done. I mean, we haven't even seen a trailer, but this movie's literally been in the can forever. It's done. It's yeah. been done for a long time. And it's crazy that uh, that nothing has really come out outside of that one kind of weird teaser trailer. That's it. I'm sure we'll see more footage, but anyway, it's going to be a while before you see Tom Cruise in the theaters again. With Nick and Big J on 100.3, the X rocks. Well, Big J, I've seen the ratings. I've seen the downloads for the podcast. I've seen the streaming numbers. I know we're doing pretty good as a morning show, man. Yeah. But but our streaming numbers in China must suck. Oh, what happened? Because they're just not listening, dude. No, they don't. They, they don't, don't like get us. it. They don't like our we're going to hell stories. <laughs> we do. We do tend to handpick some uh, stories from China, and we've got another one. And it's a story that seems to happen about once a year, but here we go again. As a fellow had to be hospitalized in Xinhua, China, after attempting to relieve his constipation. Big J, oh, he's all backed up. Oh, no. Mm, it's been a couple days. Too much cheese. I don't know how that feels. And oh. and so uh, he did the old, what they call, folk remedy, Big J. Which, of course, if you're familiar with We're Going to Hell, you know in China that involves capturing a live eel and then shoving it right up your backyard. No, he's not doing that. Oh, no, he is. Well, he didn't hear about that other guy? That's exactly my point. Uh, well, apparently, here's here's what I didn't know. Apparently, this kind of whole, like, quote-unquote home remedy is fairly popular in China. You know, sometimes you get, like, a really weird home remedy around here, and you go, how the hell did anybody ever think that's a thing? Well, that's a thing in China, Wait, too. Here's here's a question, though. Maybe we, we missed this, and, and, like, there's been several success of, successful eel up the butt operations no 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 oh no. that's the whole point that's how these folk things start oh, is because okay. that's probably what somebody else thinks right before they shove an eel up their backyard but the reality of the situation is uh as evidenced by the doctor who saved this man's life is that almost always now granted if it's a dead eel you might have different things but you know the folk kind of healing story the remedy is it has to be a live eel that goes up your backyard and the doctor's like listen 
almost always, if that eel is still alive when it goes inside you, it's just going to keep burrowing. And that's what happens. Every time this happens to somebody, it's the same story. This eel is alive, and then it basically forces his way deeper into his body and into his abdomen, and oh, by the way, eats his way through, Big Jake. Which, uh, spoiler alert, not good to be eaten from the inside out. You understand? That would be a pretty terrible way to go. Yeah. And so this guy figured out pretty much early on that this was not a good idea. But once again, man, you know, the whole shame and embarrassment settles in. And he lets this eel have its way with him for longer than it should have. Gross. And he, he basically was too scared, shy, and full of shame to go to the doctor. And so he let this eel hang out for like a day. And finally, the, the pain became so unbearable that he had to go into the hospital. Gave, of course, the doctor the old, hey, you're never going to guess what happened. I sat on an eel story. And the doctor's like, look, BS, dude. I know what happened. Oh, no, not that guy again. I get it. Not I know what you tried to do. Out here. <laughs> it didn't work. So a surgeon had to go in, remove the eel, save the man's life. But he's going to have to take a couple of weeks of recovery because that eel did some damage in the process. So according to the Global Times there in China, uh, he's got some recovery to do. Obviously, he's not being named, probably to save his family the shame. But a reminder, once again, whether you're streaming us in China or just here in good old Boise, Idaho, don't put eels in your backyard, okay? Live or otherwise. That's not where eels go. No. Not where eels go. They actually don't go anywhere on or in your body. Yeah, that is correct. That is 100% correct. And, and no matter what you hear, no matter what, you know, somebody tells you, doing that is not going to relieve your constipation. It won't. I mean, maybe you'll be pooping out your guts for all I know, but it's just not a good way to go. It's certainly... It's Listen, I think you can make a couple definitive statements, Nick, in your life, and one of them is uh, sticking an eel up your ass is not going to fix your constipation. Yeah, yeah. That's why Jesus invented Miralax. Been saying it since day one. Morning After with Nick and Big J. There's your We're Going to Hell story. I'm sure Jason Hasek will be proud to follow that up. We're going to talk. Oh, sorry, bro. Uh, we're going to talk Boise Angels with Jason. That is next on the X-Rock. <laughs> Morning after with Nick and Big J. And this is a gentleman that spent a lot of time in the studios with us, and we are happy about that. His name is Jason Hasek, executive director of Boise Angels, which is a uh, kind of a newer nonprofit here in the Treasure Valley. And so if you were to give us an elevator pitch on what Boise Angels is, uh, tell us exactly what it is you guys do. Absolutely. We, we purely exist to change the way children in our community are experiencing the foster care system. Our whole organization walks alongside the families and the kids, just offering constant support and love and intentional giving. We make sure that the pantries are full and the kids have what they need and the parents feel heard and seen uh, so that we can interrupt the sad fact that the kids are being moved about every eight months. So we're there to try to uh, build consistency, normalcy, and value into the kids' uh, lives. Yeah, I think the foster care situation is just something that your average everyday person just doesn't know anything about. Right. Yeah, and I, I didn't I didn't know much either. And, and it seems like it's it's a problem in our community. If you have any sense in time and, and start to hear the stories, it's hard to walk away from. There's a lot of kiddos in our community that really need love. Yeah, and I mean, you know, you factor in the, the foster system as it is, and then foster in the time of COVID probably has to complicate things even further. So to know that the kids have 
have a chance and somebody by their side to help them out through whatever process they're going through has to be not only a difficult process, but also a rewarding one too, right? Oh, it's so rewarding and it pays you in so many different ways and it's kind of the best part. I, I never volunteered when I grew up. I, I wasn't opposed to it. I just didn't know that somebody needed help. And it really just took somebody kind of waving a flag saying, hey, there's a lot of there's a lot of great things that can happen. All you have to do is either give your time, uh, your energy, your money, whatever you have to give. It, it's, it's very simple. Uh, and there's a lot of help that you can do in the community. And really, it just takes picking up the phone or clicking a link. Yeah, yeah. And there's a lot of different ways that you can do that. Of course, one of the things that, that every nonprofit needs in order to succeed is funding and, and making sure people know that, that uh, where their money's going is to a very good place and you guys have an event coming up that's going to help you kind of spearhead some of these things uh it's a it's a pretty big deal the first ever golf tournament you put first together? first ever we are a young organization and we are just starting uh this machine up and going so we're yeah we're doing a golf tournament on september 18th uh, we're going to have a whole bunch of love out there in the community and try to raise funds to just uh, build our program what we need right now we have 65 families in our program with uh, 150 kids matched. Well, that means they're matched with a volunteer that shows up every single month just to make sure that that kid uh, knows that their their community cares about them. And, and we're going to take this money and, and we need help to match more kids inside of our family. We have more than 70 families on our wait list waiting to be matched and we're still still barely scratching the surface at, at the kids in the foster care system. So we really need a lot of help reaching more kids. Yeah, so let's, uh, let's get that uh, golf tournament filled. BoiseAngels.org BoiseAngels.org And you can find us on most of the platforms Facebook, uh, Instagram, and our website Beautiful, so you can fill up the golf tournament The date, and again, where is that happening? September 18th at Red Hawk Golf Course in Nampa. Beautiful. So that's your chance to play and give a little bit of time and money to a great organization. And I imagine if somebody would like to volunteer their time or their services, that website is the place to go for that as well, right? Absolutely. All of the above. And we need all the help we can get. If you're not into golf, um, for sure, we can we can find something in our organization that you can absolutely help us with. Beautiful. There's a lot of kids out there that need your time, your help, and your energy, and certainly your positive uh, thinking and vibes. So a great way to do that would be to take part in this golf tournament or give out some of your time as well. Check out the website. Jason, we've said it before. We'll say it again. You're the best of us, man. Thank mm. you for coming in and doing what you do to help out a lot of people here in the Treasure Valley. It's pretty awesome stuff. So thank you for coming in and talking about it. I appreciate you guys more than you know. Thank you. <laughs> There you go. That's Wolfgang Van Halen. Don't back down here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. Let's do some important stuff. Important stuff. What's going on in the news today? On the morning after with Nick and Big J. Brought to you by the Advocates. If you've been injured due to another person's negligence, the Advocates are here for you. Call 208-471-4444 or chat with an attorney online 24-7 at advocateslaw.com. You deserve an advocate. You still spend a lot of time on Twitch or here, there, and every once in a while? Every once in a while. Uh, is it as bad as they make it seem? Um, I don't know. I don't really pay attention to a lot of the uh, the chat that goes on. Because uh, a lot of Twitch streamers yesterday decided to not be on the platform for a day. They boycotted it yesterday to protest what they charge is not enough being done by Twitch to stop what they're calling hate raids, which is basically a bunch of hate speech and attacks in their chat windows that Big J's talking about. 
Among what the boycotters wanted from Twitch was a roundtable discussion with a bunch of very high influential creators and immediate protection for streamers that includes age selection of incoming accounts, as well as the ability to accept or reject incoming people into their Twitch. A Twitch spokesperson uh, told Axios that they're working hard to improve their channel-level ban evasion detection and additional account improvements to make sure Twitch is a safer place for creators. Can you not get banned from somebody's room on Twitch? Oh, I, I mean, I, I think so, yeah. But it's like, in, in some cards, like, some of these big-time streamers, Nick, I mean, they have, if you watch Matt Heafy's stream and you see all the chat, it's constantly going, like, 100 sure. miles an hour. And I, I mean, I don't even know how you can pick out, like, who's saying bad things. There's bots and things like that that kick people out, but it's just nonstop. In fact, one of the biggest creators just left Twitch, and now is on YouTube. Tim the Tatman. Tim the Tatman. So, um, I because mean, of this, or no, just in general, I think some of the stuff that Twitch has done over the last couple of years, um, yeah, it's it's crazy. But yeah, you can you can kick people from your room for sure. Right. I guess it just makes it. I guess the the problem is it makes it easy for those people to just create another account and come right back in. And I guess that's with anything. But you know, maybe if there's an IP kind of a ban or something like that, they'd be able to do something. Either way, they're trying to work on it. But listen, that's the internet in a nutshell. Way too many awful people saying awful things on a regular basis. But uh, we'll see what ends up happening, and maybe this will help. Uh, you know, initiate some change. Got Boise State's opening game this uh, this evening at UCF. uh, 5 o'clock kickoff on ESPN. Uh, Big J, who's going to win between the Knights and the Broncos? Uh, Probably the Knights. All right. Uh, You can check it out tonight on ESPN. Uh, We won't give you a big final score prediction because Big J says he's not prepared to do so. But maybe after this game, he'll be a little bit more prepared. Uh, that makes it sound like in the past we have been prepared, which I'm not sure is accurate. No, we have at least. You know, I mean, it's a new coach, a whole new... Well, we, we did do Brian Harson's first game ever as a final score prediction. That didn't stop us then. I uh, did. New York Mets acting general manager Zach Scott was arrested for DUI early Tuesday morning in White Plains, New York. That's never a good look. The uh, police found the 44-year-old asleep at the wheel of his SUV in a traffic light around 4.15 in the morning. Uh, so there goes the city that never sleeps thing. He was intoxicated even though he refused a breathalyzer. He was booked and released and is due in court this morning. Uh, the Mets said that they were surprised and deeply disappointed. The Mets season continues to tailspin. They've got <laughs> they've got players booing fans, throwing the thumbs down. They've got uh, GMs getting DUIs in the middle of the night. It just has not been a great month for the Mets organization. If you enjoyed the reality show Unsolved Mysteries, get ready. The reboot is coming back for a third season for Netflix. The new episodes will launch in summer of 2022. Did you enjoy the Unsolved Mysteries episodes, Big J? Yeah, there's a couple good ones. Yeah, it's hit and miss. Uh, Much like I suppose any, you know, TV series would be. Some of them are a little bit goofy. Some of them aren't really mysteries at all that are pretty much solved by the end of it, which, which always puzzled me. I'm like, why is this on Unsolved Mysteries? You know exactly what happened. What are we doing? You're just telling me the story. But uh, you have an opportunity to uh, get involved in it as the third season will be headed soon to the streamer in summer of 2022. The morning after with Nick and Big J. Yeah, we'll get you set up with some tickets happening Monday, Labor Day at the Rev Center. Trivium coming to town, headlining. It's going to be awesome. 
Uh, Life Upon Liars and Karen Comes Killing opening up, so it's going to be a great full show. You just got to beat me at Pop Culture Smackdown to win these tickets right here, right now. 208-287-1003 if you'd like to play the Pop Culture Smackdown game. You need to know your pop culture. Big J needs to get a question wrong. That's the rules. If Good you can luck. pull that off, then look at you. Going to Trivium on Monday. Let's go to the phones. Hello, the X. Good morning. How's it going? We're good, man. What's your name? Ryan. All right, Ryan, you're up first. Ryan, Peter Falk, the actor, stars as this trench coat wearing TV detective back in the 70s. Who was he? Chap. Chap. Wrong. <laughs> Not Chap. Hello, the X. Did nope. he say Shaq? He said Shaft, you know, like John Shaft. Oh, Shaft. Okay, that's not a bad guess. Shut your mouth. Hello, the X. Oh. Hey, Peter Falk stars as this trench coat wearing TV detective in the 70s. Who was he? Columbo. Columbo. Right. is correct. Big J. Brian Cranston in Breaking Bad was the teacher of this subject. Chemistry? Chemistry is correct. Right. Uh, Real-life husband and wife Sarah Michelle Gellar and Freddie Prinze Jr. starred together in the big-screen adaptation of this children's cartoon. Hmm. Um. Any other clue on that one? Nope. I guess they made two of the movies. It was popular enough to make a sequel. I'll give you that. They made two of the movies. It was Scooby-Doo. Scooby-Doo. Right. Scooby-Doo is correct. Zoink, Scoob. Big J. Uh, world-renowned chef George Crumb invented this snack in 1853 in Sarasota Springs, New York, and it's been with us ever since. 1893? 1853. 1853. And where was it? It's not relevant, but Sarasota Springs, New York. That won't help you. And it's a snack. Yes. I'm going to go with the Ritz Cracker. The Ritz Cracker. Oh, fancy guess. Wrong. No, a little bit more mainstream than that. Oh. And uh, maybe it kind of has a little bit of an Idaho connection, even though it was invented in Sarasota Springs, New York. The Spud Bar. Wrong. (laughs) No, just the simple snack, potato chips. Right. Potato chips is what he invented. Crumb. Get it? Crumbs. Congratulations. You got yourself tickets to go check out Trivium on Labor Day at the Rev Center. Please hold on. We'll get some information from you and make sure you're all good to go. And there's your pop culture smackdown. Got to run a headlines happening next in the X Rocks. Headlines brought to you by Team Mazda and the pre-owned Superstore. It is $5 car super sale time with Team Mazda at the old Kmart in Nampa. It's going down today all the way through Monday. And there will be a live broadcast from Radio's Big J this Saturday from 2 to 4 p.m. Go to this Memorial Day weekend to Team's $5 used car super sale at the old Kmart Nampa. $5 to buy, and you got five days to buy for $5 down, which is pretty impressive. So check it out this weekend, including the live broadcast from 2 to 4 on Saturday. Headlines are as follows. Drugs are bad. Hey, calm down, bro. And not where that goes. Hey, calm down, bro. Some people really need help managing their anger, and on Tuesday... Whiteville police in Virginia were called to Sheets Convenience Store and were told that a customer had left the store after having his credit card declined. But that's when the customer returned, Big J, with a gas can, which he poured on the floor and then set on fire. He then decided to drive off and the store manager had to put out the fire. They found the suspect a short time later holding a hammer 
After a brief standoff with the uh, gentleman, police used a taser on the man, and that was it. Game over. He faces multiple charges, including uh, felony arson, which you're you're not allowed to just set stores on fire, Big J. Did you know that? I, I was aware, yes. That is against the rules. And therefore, not a very mature way to handle your credit card getting declined you. I mean, that's not a great feeling. I'm trying to remember the I mean it has to have happened. I'm trying I cannot think of a situation where I got my credit card declined, but I'm sure it happened at some point or my debit card early probably my early twenties. I thought I had money in my bank and I didn't have any money, and I, I, I handled it by just walking out. I'm not sure how you handle situations like that. Uh, here's how I handle it. I give them a different card. Yeah. That's right, America. Drugs are bad or not where that goes? Not where that goes. There's leaving your stuff somewhere, and then there's this. The Coleman County Sheriff's Office in Texas is asking the public for help because a mobile home was found abandoned on a trailer in just the middle of the road. Right in Kaufman County on Tuesday, police uh, took pictures of it, posted it on Facebook, saying they need help locating the owner or the transport company of the trailer in question. It doesn't look like, according to the sheriff's office, at least, that like the trailer hitch fell off. It doesn't look damaged or anything like that. And so they think that maybe somebody just kind of left it there in the middle of the road, which obviously is a hazard, not something that you want to do. Also, a terrible place to leave pretty much anything is just in the middle of the road. Uh, least of all, a mobile home. I don't know. It does, the, the, the condition doesn't look that great. So there's also that. Could have been just somebody didn't want to take it to the dump and then just ended up leaving it in the road. But they also left the trailer, which is weird because the trailer looked okay. So I don't know. I just know that that's not where mobile homes go in the middle of the road. Can't do yeah. Wrap it up with drugs are bad. Pennsylvania State Police out of Punxsutawney say a 28-year-old uh, man from Merriam, Pennsylvania walked into the Punxsutawney station on August 28th saying, you know what? I just don't trust the police. And the cops there were like, okay. He also told them that someone had replaced parts of his CD player so that they could spy on him. Police then noted it was immediately obvious the man was under some kind of influence and hadn't sped, slept in a while. They also noted that he drove across the state to get to their station. Police did find a bunch of meth and paraphernalia in his car. His name hasn't been released, and the results of blood tests are pending. But a reminder, if you're super high on meth, the last place you probably want to go is the police station. And tell people that you don't trust the police. Yeah, I thought he was just going to see a shadow. <laughs> nope. Nope. No shadows. Uh, that's strictly for the groundhogs in Punxsutawney. Period. Dot the end. Morning after with Nick and Big J. There are your headlines. You're up to date on everything. <laughs> is Fozzie that is sane here on the morning after with Nick and Big J and sometimes Big J apps that become famous for people doing stupid stuff have to protect us from doing stupid stuff right yeah yeah uh to TikTok has uh has banned uh the milk crate uh, videos but uh can we think of uh, combining Nick two of the most dangerous things known to humanity Walking and milk crates? Yeah, you're 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 close. What's a, a very popular thing to do these days that ends in terrible injury? Uh, it could be pretty much anything. How uh, about that involves uh, new coming babies? What? New coming babies? Gender reveal parties? I was I was just confused by the term new coming. I, I, I'm sorry. I, I, I was know. like I don't know what that is. <laughs> they're uh, well, okay, yes, baby robots that are happening. Uh, no, this is what happened: is they, they they've combined the two, and it, it was a bad idea. Is a couple decided oh. to mix the milk crate challenge uh, with the gender reveal party. Oh my god! So the dad to be climbed the the crates holding a container that had either blue or pink powder, and yeah, he he fell down. 
Well, it went what, boom. How was that supposed to reveal it? Uh, th- that's a great question. I don't know the uh, the insight. Uh, I mean, if you fell on a blue crate, it was supposed to be. Yeah, a boy? it doesn't actually decide the gender. <laughs> right. Yeah, it's you're not it, trying to control it. Unless, I mean, well, in today's society, who knows? I mean, the baby one day will decide what it wants to be. But Ugh. I will say this: that yeah, you're right. That's kind of mixed up, and and uh, now of course, uh, that's trending on Twitter and has a huge amount of uh, views. God help us all. I mean, really, uh, you know, the more these gender reveal things go viral, the more they're likely to happen. And so that's the problem with it all. I I don't understand. I don't feel like it probably will ever stop. But uh, it is an interesting state of affairs how we incorporate all sort of weird things into things that shouldn't exist. Yeah, I don't even need a milk crate to do the milk crate challenge. I just need a ladder. Yeah, just stairs would be fine. Yeah. (laughs) See uh, how far you could go without taking a stumble. But uh, either way, uh, you're not going to be able to post them. So that just means people post them on Twitter, right? And Uh, other social networks. Yes, exactly. So you won't find that that video on on TikTok because they've banned it, but it'll end up on Twitter and all the other social media. Listen, the other people they'll go ahead and they'll take your leftovers TikTok. Hell yeah, they'll take your dumb stuff. Morning after with Nick and Big J, your bad impressions are next on the X Rocks. With Nick and Big J on one hundred point three, the X. Yeah, and we're going to get you set up here with tickets to Trivium happening Monday at the Rev Center. Tickets, by the way, still available. Uh, you can get those uh, at uh, Ticketmaster.com. Up, opening up is uh, Life Upon Liars and Karen Comes Killing, a couple of amazing local metal bands. It's going to be awesome. You should need to figure out bad impressions here to win your tickets. 208-287-1003. If you'd like to spend your Labor Day with Trivium, it wouldn't be a bad way to celebrate the holiday. It's your opportunity to do exactly that. Bad impressions works like this. Big J's got three clues. They all revolve around somebody pretty famous. If you can figure out who that famous person is in three clues or less, then boom, shakalaka, you're going to the show. Hello, the X. Good morning, man. What's your name? Jay. All right, Jay. Good luck. My first role in a motion picture was a Scorpion King in The Mummy Returns. The Rock. There you go. Wayne Johnson. Always a good guess on Bad Impressions. Hang on one second. I, I even changed up all the, the clues oh. so they're not the same. What were the other ones? My humble beginnings of being a kid of a famous wrestler turned out to make a great sitcom on NBC this last year. Chances are good I won't be returning to Fast and Furious franchise. That's okay. I'm starting my own with Jungle Cruise 2. And why is The Rock in the news? Uh, Red Notice, which is that big Netflix movie that they're doing with The Rock, uh, Ryan Reynolds and Gal Gadot uh, just uh, dropped their first trailer. Oh, what did you think? Yeah, it looks like a lot of fun. And now we know what the movie's about. Uh, The Rock is an FBI agent profiler who uh, has to recruit Ryan Reynolds, who is a thief, to catch an even bigger thief, who is Gal Gadot. Okay. And explosions and all kinds of uh, crazy things around the world uh, are undertaken. This movie costs almost uh, two hundred million to make. Yeah. How how Netflix recoups all that? I we have no idea. But hey, good on them for getting that done. Yeah, they're making a big deal about it. I mean, they're spending a lot of money on movies this particular over the next calendar year, and this is one of the big. When does it actually drop? Uh, on November 12th. There you go. So that's right around the corner. Get ready. Red Notice is coming, and it looks like it's going to be Big J approved. Morning After with Nick and Big J. We wrap up the show here next on the X-Rock. 
Volby, wait a minute, my girl, here on the morning after with Nick and Big J. That's going to do it for the big show today. Thank you for hanging out with us. Special thank you to Jason Hosick for popping by and talking a little bit about the Boise Angels and their golf tournament coming up later on this month. And you can check out the Morning After Facebook page if you want a link to get yourself involved in that and help out a really cool and very new charity here in the Treasure Valley. That would be a good idea. Got a nice little nerd alert courtesy of Big J today. And you got your yearly reminder that uh, eels in your butt does not help your constipation. No, no, no. Does not at all. So please do not do that. But that does leave you with the floor, Big J. Well, uh, it looks like Tim Allen was right. Ooh, ah. Okay. Remember uh, good old... uh no, man. See, why would you do that to yourself? I don't know. You do it to yourself. I don't, because it's a last second thing. So and I'm dope. like, tool time. Remember tool time? Yes, I remember tool time. But I forget the name of the You mean TV home show. improvement? Home improvement. Yeah, I mean, why even bother with the rest of what I have to say, right? And that's it right there. That's the fun. <laughs> well, I kind of want to find out how Tim Allen was writing anyway. <laughs> there was a study uh, done here recently that found that men who speak less clearly or mumble are more attractive to women. They oh. see it as a sign of masculinity. I, mumbling? All right. Yeah. Interesting. Uh, well, good luck with that. I guess be yeah. less uh, articulate and you'll be good to go. Yeah, Dr. Daniel Steer from University of California, Irvine. It's a nice school there. Uh, from a sexual selection standpoint, males with traits that are slightly more masculine than average are typically preferred, which in this context would make males with less clear speech more attractive. Interesting. Did I say less Less male? Is that what you said? No, no. It would make it would would make males with less clear speech. Oh, less clear speech. Okay. Yeah. Oh, so it just goes to show you that we were right all along. The ladies just want us for our bodies, big Jay. Right. Yeah, they don't I care how well, we talk yeah. or our I mean, brains. It doesn't even matter what our bodies look like as long as we just grunt <laughs> and look like cavemen. Our articulation doesn't matter. None of it matters. Uh, better yet, even if you you start to to make a point, but you forget what you were going to say. That's also very attractive. Is that what it is? Yeah. Okay. All right. Listen, man, you are golden. I turned that around real fast, man. <laughs> Although that is uh, with parts that we made up ourselves. Reminder, your next set of X-Rock brought to you by T-Miles and the pre-owned Superstore. Their $5 car sale is going on right now, and we'll have a live broadcast Saturday from 2 to 4 p.m. at the old Kmart in Nampa. So check out the Labor Day weekend to have some fun with T-Miles' $5 used car super sale at the old Kmart in Nampa. you got five days to buy for $5 down. We will see you tomorrow. Jason Drew is coming in next. Have a good one. It's the X-Rock.